You know, when you read in the Gospel of John, the book was actually written by John, thus the name, and there's an odd thing through the book of John that you might not catch, but many times he refers to himself in his writing as the disciple that Jesus loved the most, the beloved. Now, that might sound a little arrogant, but the truth is, I felt the same way, and that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Garth Heckman, the David Alliance. You can reach out to me at Slayer at gmail.com. A lot of you have reached out to me regarding me eating the deer the other day. That's kind of where we're going today, but a, a lot of like, are you okay? Are you, you know, is your car okay? My car is not okay, but I'm fine. My neck's a little stiff. Uh, I don't wear a seatbelt in my car. It's a, a long story, personal reason, but anyway... So I got a little bit of a whiplash, but I'm feeling good. Other than the rain today makes it a little worse, but it's all good in the hood, brother. Don't worry about it. But I started out this podcast by saying that John's writing his book, right? The the Gospel of John. And a few times in there, he refers to himself as the beloved, the one that Jesus loved the most. Now, you might go, is that is that arrogance? Is that pride? The truth is, is that I honestly believe that God has the capacity to make us all feel like we're loved the most. I tell people many times, Jesus is crazy about me. Jesus loves me the most. Uh, My picture's on Jesus' refrigerator. You know, God has me uh, in his wallet, all the pictures of my highlights. I honestly feel that way, but I think anybody can feel that way if they have built that intimacy and that relationship with God. So I have a feeling if I was writing the book of Garth and I was alive during the time of Jesus, I would probably say, and the beloved disciple, meaning me. Okay, get what I'm saying? Now, here's where I'm going. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Hang in there. I'm going to tie a bow. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet or that you give, it will also be measured to you again. So give, and it will be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Now, this isn't just talking about money, but it is talking about money in a sense, but it's talking about the whole lifestyle of a believer. In fact, if you read Luke chapter 6, it's talking about how you judge and how you give mercy and all these different things. So if you judge harshly, you will receive even more judgment harshly. If you give mercy then greatly you will receive even more mercy. If you give goods, money, or things, then you will receive them back even in greater measure. I can say I have honestly gotten to a point through practice and prayer where I no longer panic regarding money or my needs being met. And it's really only because I've practiced a lifestyle of generosity. Again, practice and prayer, generosity. And so this is big on my heart right now. And let me explain why. I told you all yesterday that I hit a deer, totaled my car, and I was fine. My heart was fine. My mind was fine. My attitude was fine. I honestly was just shrugging it off in a sense, like, okay, God, this is up to you. Um, I thought that car would go another 50,000 miles, and I maybe even 400,000 miles. I don't know, but I had 310 on it. And then later that day, as I was just say, you know, putting it in God's hands, 
A woman at our church asked me if I needed to borrow a car for a few days until I figured stuff out. And I said, yeah, I said, that would honestly be a great help. Thank you so much. And so she said, well, I'll pick you up later this afternoon when it's time for you to go home and you can drop me off at my house on the way home. So she did. And I'm driving her back to her house. I go to drop her off. And as we pull into the driveway, this is basically what she said. My husband doesn't want you to borrow the car. And I was confused, but said, oh, uh, yeah, no problem. That's not a big deal. All I was wondering is how am I going to get home now? And then she said, he doesn't want you to borrow it. He wants you to have it. We would like to give it to you. And much like right now, I'm trying to hold it together. It's a Honda, a Honda Accord. It's in mint condition inside and out. Gets 40 miles to the gallon. And again, I wept all day. You know, you can never out give God. You can never second guess him nor doubt his word. And you might think, well, you know, a pastor, of course, people are going to reach out to you and do that. No, no, no. See, I've grown through prayer and practice to know it's not just because I'm a pastor. It's because this is the lifestyle that I practice. This happens to me all the time. But here's the rest of the story. This is what's interesting. The day before, my best friend Ty calls me. Now, he talk, he, we talk all the time. He calls me all the time, so no big deal. But as he's about to hang up, he says, so what do you need prayer for? Which is how we always answer or end each call. And I told him, well, you know, pray for Kim's health. She's still sick. And I always say, pray for me to be more like Jesus. And he goes, well, okay, but I think, I think today God wants me to pray that you get another car. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah, I just... I feel like God wants you to have another car. And I was like, well, okay. And, and I literally said, this car has 310,000 miles, but I guess I, I could use another car. So he goes, no, that's what God's telling me to pray for. Great. So he prays and says, Father, you need to give Garth another car. And you know, <laughs> now you know that God knew. And now I know that God knew. My prayer for all of you today is simply this. Not that you tithe. Not that you give. Not that you sow into the ministry of the Lord. No. It's simply this. That you learn how to live a life of generosity through practice and prayer. So that you can trust, live, and literally live free in any circumstance. Knowing that God will give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing as you have also done yourself. Garth Ekman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.